Hello everyone, welcome to About Jesus Podcast. My name is Steve Sweetman. Uh, iTunes, I mean, uh, About Jesus can now be found on iTunes, as well as my website, stevesweetman.com. I have my good friend, Robert Bailey, back with me again. So how are you doing today, Robert? I'm doing well. It's uh, the first day of spring here, actually, and we've got a nice sunny day, fairly mild for Canada. It's a few degrees above zero Celsius. And it is Tomorrow, nice. It, yeah. It is like, nice uh, to see the sun. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's Good Friday here as well. Yeah, it's probably Good Friday in the, in the United States as well, too, right? <laughs> Most of the world, uh, apparently there are some areas that uh, have a different way of calculating right. it. Uh, today's topic is about genuine faith. Now, let me ask you this, Robert, to see if you would agree with my thinking here. If you asked the average, say, non-Christian, their definition of the word faith, or let's just say the word believe, what would be, what do you think their definition would be? Um, I think if you boiled it down, it would mean uh, mental assent or agreement. Right. And that's why if you uh, do surveys in North America, something like 80 or 90 percent of people will say, I believe in God. Right. So I think I think you're absolutely right. Uh, the average person uh, equates believe with mental assent. Uh, would you uh, would you next question then? Would you say the word faith and the word believe are related? Yes. Right. So if somebody says uh, I have faith in Robert, that he will do as he says, what do they mean? Well, that's more than just mental assent. That is, um, they're basically saying they know me and they, they trust that what I said I'm going to do, that I really will do it. So it's a, a deeper level than just mere mental assent, I would say. I think, okay, you're, you're right. I think you're right there. Uh, so what you said an important word there. You equated faith with trust. Do you think mm. they're synonymous? I think there's, well, uh, Christian faith, I think, is uh, very much tied up in that word trust. You're right. Okay, so... Oh, I'm, we're, in, we're in agreement so far, so that's good. So far. We, we haven't prearranged this, so... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we'll see where it falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, because I've heard the word faith a lot lately, especially in the American election. Each candidate, uh, and it's just not the American election, but it's so many people say, I have my faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, or they will say, my faith is the Baptist faith, or my faith is the Episcopal, Episcopal faith. It's a hard faith to have because you can barely say it. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, but in New Testament thinking, the word faith 
should not really be connected to such words as Baptist, Episcopal, Anglican, Muslim, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, so what do you think it means, Steve? Uh, the way I define any uh, Christian word, especially a word that's found in the Bible, I, I, I see, and I'm not a Greek scholar, and, and you are even better at this than me, I look up and see where the word faith comes from, where, what word it's translated from, and I note that both the word faith and the word believe the majority of the times in the New Testament is translated from the Greek word pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S. And to make a long story short, my understanding of that Greek word uh, does not mean giving mental assent to something. It actually means to give yourself to something. Mm-hmm. So, I sent out an article last week and I said, somebody can say, I believe that New England lost the Super Bowl this year. And uh, somebody else could say, I believe you are right. That is mental assent. Mm-hmm. They've given mental assent to something that they believe is true. But when Jesus says, believe in me, in John 3.16, is he asking people to just accept what he says in their heads? Or is he asking something different? Well, uh, thinking in terms of where you seem to be going, he's asking something different because he's just not saying give mental assent to maybe believing that I even existed or that I was a good teacher, but he's saying, give yourself to me, give your life to me. Right, exactly. Uh, If you read John 3.16 and understand the word believe from a 21st century definition as I will give mental assent then you're not understanding what Jesus said properly. Jesus is not saying, just agree with me. He is really saying, give your life to me, or hand your life over to me, and at that point, you will be saved. Now, now Robert, you mentioned to me within the last week that Martin Luther in his commentary on the book of Galatians, uh, said something about the word faith that I thought was an excellent point. Now, uh, you don't have to remember word for word, but can you tell me the gist of what he said? Yeah, it was uh, an interesting concept that I hadn't encountered before, but as I thought about it, I thought, well, that makes sense. It's uh, It might actually get some people upset maybe, but uh, basically what he said, uh, this is in the introduction to the book of Galatians, and he's just uh, talking in general about salvation and how that 
uh, comes about. And he was saying, uh, he used the phrase passive faith versus active faith. And he said a lot of people say, well, you have to have active faith to be saved, by which they mean faith that is working or, or doing something that if uh, you're really a believer, then we're going to see all these good works. And he said, it's a, in his opinion, it's a subtle form of faith plus works. And he was saying, until you realize that it's passive faith alone, it's just as we give ourselves to Jesus and say, I am yours, uh, and repent and, and so on, that at that moment we are saved without any works having occurred yet. Right. We belong to him. He becomes our savior. And then, sure, in time as our life is transformed by our relationship with him, uh, we are going to be changed and we'll start behaving in a different way and we'll start doing good works. But the actual salvation is achieved through passive faith, not, as he called it, active or working faith where it's faith plus works in it. Right. And, and continuing on, Paul says we live by faith. So in my thinking, we continue to live by this passive faith. And, you know, that almost sounds blasphemous mm-hmm. in, in our day and age. Well, uh, we're so used to that okay, if you're a real Christian, then you have to do this, and you have to do this, and this, and this, and we have a whole list of things right. that qualify. Right, and, and the the opposite end of the spectrum is the ultra-faith movement, and which says you need to get more faith. You need to have more faith in order to be healed, in order to be prosperous, in order to do whatever. But if real faith is simply trusting in Jesus. Trusting is the passive word. If real, Mm. genuine faith is saying, I give up, Jesus, I am yours, that's passive. And from that passive submission to Jesus, he gives us the ability to do good works. Mm-hmm. Those good works don't save us. They don't keep us saved. Uh, they are a direct result of us handing our lives over to Jesus each and every moment of the day. And trusting is this resigning yourself to Jesus. And that's why, Rob, I, I just love that word passive that that you told me, Luther, Luther uh, said, because I really think that's the clear picture of what faith is all about. And when when we say you need more faith, that's not really the proper way to say it. The proper way is you need to hand more of your life over to Jesus or you need to trust Jesus more. Mm -hmm. Rely on him. Exactly. like... uh leaning back into his arms and trusting him to hold you up sort of thing. Right. And that puts the emphasis on him doing the good works through us, not us doing the good works apart from Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's it's a subtle difference, but I think a significant difference. I think it's very significant. And if if I had one message to preach, that would be the message because it's it scares me a little bit to to say to look out into evangelical congregation and just wonder how many people call themselves Christian because they understand the word believe in our 21st century uh, definition of mental assent or agreeing that Jesus exists. Mm-hmm. You know, that is a first step. Yeah. But it's a little scary to me if you if that's the only step you've taken. Because and you've that's, never gone beyond that. Yeah, because that's not New Testament faith. Just merely understanding that Jesus existed is not the same as giving your life to him, which is really what believing is all about. Mm-hmm. Well, very interesting. It'd be interesting to see if uh, some of the listeners have some comments or questions, suggestions, or some Bible verses and so on to uh, continue this discussion. Right now, this this probably can easily generate some people's responses because I'm sure there will be some responses whether people actually respond or not. It's a different story, but you can. You can email me at steve, steve at stevesweetman.com or you can go to my website, www.stevesweetman.com and send an email from there. And I will make sure Robert uh, hears all of your responses. And then we can maybe talk about that in a future podcast. Yes, we probably should. And, you know, uh, people might even have some suggestions on topics they would like to hear us talk about. Good idea. Do a little bit of study to prepare for that. And if it's a hard one, I'll let you do all the talking. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're you're the smarter of the two of us. (laughs) Well, you may have that impression, but I don't feel that way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're just being humble, I guess. Anyways, time is up again. And uh, thank you very much, Robert, for your input. Thank and you. It's we will, a pleasure talking to you again. We will see Robert next week, and hopefully we will see everybody else next week. So until then, goodbye, everyone. And this is Into Jesus Podcast, signing off.